2: folks. Dodge City. Where's the best hotel, driver?
1: The Dodge House right down the street. You and the missus be real comfortable there. Thanks. You'll have your bags down in a few minutes. Uh, give me your hand, Tilda. Uh,
3: doesn't seem like we could be here already. I thought it would take longer.
1: Oh, That's because you're so excited. Come on, let's wait over here. Huh? All right. Well, what do you think of Dodge?
3: I'll let you know after we get something to eat. I'm famished, Tom.
1: So am I. Where'd that driver get to?
3: Well, you must be inside.
1: Well, he'll know a good place to eat.
3: You find him, Tom. I'll wait here.
1: Don't you run away now.
3: You never have to worry about that.
1: I'll be back in a minute. Well, hello there, missy. I beg your pardon. You're the prettiest little thing I've seen right here. How about you and me having a little drink somewhere? Got a pocket full of money. Mm. What? What's the matter? You a school marm or something,
2: huh?
1: (laughs) Well, that don't matter. I like school marm.
3: Why don't you go back to your trough, mister?
1: What, you little hussy? You.
3: go golden here. I ought to slap
1: you. Get your hands off her. People don't shove me, mister. Don't they? <coughs> you all right, Tilda? Did he hurt you?
3: I'm all right. He's just a drunk.
1: Uh, he's more than just a drunk man. What do you mean? He's Ed Ivers' partner. Well, I never heard of Ed Ivers. He and Varden here run a cattle outfit just across the river. Ivers is kind of a dangerous man. He had quite a reputation back in Texas. A gunman, you mean? Yeah, they say he was real handy. Oh, Tom... Barton's gonna be pretty mad when he comes too. Nobody's gonna insult my wife. I don't care whose partner he is. Just too bad it had to happen. Well, I'm not gonna worry about it. Where'd you say that Eaton place was? Del Monaco is right down there. Thanks. Let's go, Tilda. <laughs> idea you're going to work here in Dodge?
3: Just for a while, Tom. we get on our feet a little. Besides, I'd like to work in a general store like that.
1: Well, How do you know he needs anybody? I
3: could tell by looking in the window. We've got lots of ladyware to sell.
1: Well, if it'll make you happy.
3: And just think, I'll be making money too. We add it to what you'll make at the loading pens and we'll be able to Get our own place that much sooner. What's the matter? Uh, Nothing.
1: That man been staring at you.
3: It doesn't matter, Tom.
1: These people in Dodge gotta learn something.
3: Please, Tom, don't make trouble.
1: He's the one making it. Hey, you. Uh, Me? You're the one staring at the lady, ain't you? (laughs) I guess I was kind of looking her way. She's my wife, and I won't stand for it, Mister. Well, see, I thought she was somebody I know down in Texas. Margie Mae Grilk, as a matter of fact. Now, look, you Mr. know, I ain't seen Margie Mae Grilk in ten years. She's just a little bitty old thing then. I probably wouldn't know her even if it did see her. Now, that ain't the point. You know, your wife looks something like her. That's all I didn't mean, no offense. I ain't been in Dodge an hour, and I've had nothing but trouble with you people. I said I didn't mean no offense. Well, you just watch your step. <laughs> My goodness, Mr. Dunn, he sure is a hothead. <laughs> Well, the way you were staring at her, I can't say I blame him, Chester. Oh, well, doggone it. I did think she might maybe be Margie May Grills. Oh, so you were mistaken. Well, he's just looking for trouble, Mr. Dillon. Chester, finish your coffee.
3: Thank you. And... Here's your change. Would there be anything else? Oh, not today, but I'll be back next week, dearie. Well, you're welcome any time, madam. Bye. Oh,
2: excuse me, boy. Hello, may I? Hey, you.
1: Hello, Missy.
3: What are you doing here?
1: There's that girl I told you about, Ivers. Oh, the one at the stage depot? Yeah.
3: If there's something you want, I'll get Mr. Jonas. He's right out no, back. No, no,
1: wait. wait a minute. My name is Ed Iverson. I've seen you before. somewhere.
3: That isn't likely. This is my second day in Dodge. No, I don't mean
1: Dodge. Where are you from, anyway?
3: It's none of your business where I'm from. Now, if you want something. Wait a
1: minute. I rem- I remember. <laughs> a river boat. The Memphis Queen. What? Well, that's it, ain't it? It's about two years back. Oh, I did a lot of gambling on that river, but don't you
3: remember me? Ed Ivers? I don't know what you're talking about. You
1: mean Ed Ivers? You, you knowed her on the Mississippi? Well, I'm sure of it now. <laughs> and you was just as pretty then, too.
3: That's a lie. I won't stand for this. Now get out, both hey, of you.
1: Hey, that, uh, that young fellow that hit Varden here, was that your husband?
3: Get out of here, I said.
1: You ever get tired of him, just let me know. <laughs> Come on, Horton. What a cheat.
3: Oh,
2: no.
0: Tuesday evening on most of these stations, hear the CBS radio special, The Friars Club Testimonial Dinner for screen star Gary Cooper. That famous friendly verbal dart thrower George Jessel will be Roastmaster with Jack Benny, George Burns, Milton Berle, Bob Hope, Sammy Davis Jr., Dean Martin, Carl Sandburg, Greer Garson, Audrey Hepburn, and Art Linkletter participating in the festivities. Hear for yourself, The Friars' Gary Cooper Testimonials Tuesday evening over most of these stations.
1: Chester, so, I sure am glad I have my loading pens today, Tom Oh, I'm awful hot-headed sometimes, Chester I'm sorry uh-uh. I Ain't no harm done, but I must admit, I sure didn't take much of a liking to you yesterday. And here today, I am buying you a drink of liquor. And what's worse, I'm drinking it. I don't know what got into me yesterday, Tom. Thinking on it, your wife, Tilda, don't look none at all like that Margie you know, Mae I mean, Grilk down in Texas. Uh, you know, I thought you made that all up. Oh, my land, <laughs> no, no, that's the truth. Except Margie uh, Mae uh, Grilk wasn't nowhere near as pretty as your Tilda. Oh, so that's her name. What? Tilda. Uh, you remember the name Ivers? Oh, no. The name don't matter. What is this? Uh, Ed Ivers here met your wife today, young fella. Look, mister. I don't take to men like you trying to be friendly with my wife. You should have learned that yesterday. And I just assume you didn't mention her name in a place like this. Ain't <laughs> he something like I mean it, mister. Oh, don't <laughs> get yourself all riled up, boy. Yeah. just that your wife's no better than she ought to be. I'll kill you for that. Well. He ain't armed, Ivers. So he ain't. I can get my gun. It's you do anyway. Now you leave him alone. Keep out of this, Chester. You're being a gunman don't bother me at all, mister. Well, now, I guess nothing bothers you, does it? Marrying a woman off in a river. You watch what you're saying. Your wife, it, worked on the Memphis Queen. I rode it down to Mississippi several times. Mister, I'm going to have to kill you You now. You couldn't kill me even if you had a gun. It ain't worth your life trying. Not over no cheap riverboat woman. You wait right here. I'll get my gun and I'll be back. now, I ain't got time, boy. We gotta get back out the place. I'll come after you. There's no need for that. I'll be back in town sometime tomorrow and you can live till then. All right. All right, I'll meet you right here. Now, I'm telling you, she ain't worth dying for, boy. But I'll be here. Now, Tom, you just don't never mind what he says. I'll kill him. I'll kill both of them. You. I'm Marshall Dillon. Oh. oh, come in. Thank you. Tilda, this is Marshall Dillon.
3: Marshall Dillon? Hello.
1: Uh, maybe I ought to talk to you alone, Tom. Oh, that's all right, Marshall. I can guess why you're here. Tilda and me have no secrets from each other. I told her all about it. I see. Did you know Ed Ivers is an ex gunman? I can't let any man talk like that about my wife. You're a hard man to beat. That ain't important, Marshal. You get killed, what'll happen to Tilda? She'd be better off than having a coward for a husband, wouldn't she? Look, you're both young. You've got a long life together if you play it right. Uh, I was just going down for a bottle, Marshal. Wait a minute, Tom. Maybe you'll join us in a drink for a supper. Providing we talk about something else. Give him a chair, Tilda. No any way I can talk him out of getting himself killed?
3: If I did, I I'd have done it myself, Marshal. Please sit down.
1: No, thank you. Of course I can't blame Tom. Had Iris said some pretty rough things. You believe it? I didn't say that.
3: Well, it's true. I did work on the Memphis Queen a whole year. I don't remember Ed Ivers, but it doesn't matter. I know what you're thinking. I'm a liar and a cheat. I'm no good. You're thinking what any man would think, including Tom.
1: You need help, Tilda.
3: How can anybody help me now?
1: I think I know somebody who can.
3: What?
1: After supper, you tell Tom to go have a drink, and then you come over to my office, huh?
3: All right, Marshal.
2: Hello, Matt.
1: Kitty, this is Tilda.
2: Hello, Tilda. Hello, Kitty. I'm
1: leaving you in good hands, Tilda. Um, I'll see you later, Kitty.
2: Sure, Matt. Thank you, Marshal. Come in, Tilda. Sit down. Drink? No. No, thanks. Um, Matt told me everything, Tilda. You've got quite a problem, haven't you?
3: And there isn't a thing I can do about it. How much do
2: you love your husband? Oh, Kitty. Do you think he loves you?
3: I know he does. He's going to find out about me someday. He won't love me then.
2: Well, how do you know? What man would? Tell me about the Memphis Queen, Tilda. That riverboat. Just what did you do while you worked on it? I sang a little.
3: Got men to buy drinks. That's all. Still, it
2: gives the girl a bad reputation, doesn't it? According to men like Ed Ivern. Well, a lot of people think the same way. How about your husband? Tom? Tom doesn't know, Kitty. No, he doesn't, does he? Well, I guess it doesn't matter anyway, Tilda. He can't amount to much. What? Who can't amount to much? Tom. I mean, if you don't trust him have faith in him. He can't be much good, can he? Trust him. I'd trust him with my life. Would you? Of course I would. Then why haven't you told him the truth?
1: You're better off stand here in the hotel till. While
3: you go to the Long Branch and wait for Ed Ivers to come to town. Now
1: don't worry. There's never been a gunman yet who ain't been beat sooner or later. Hey,
3: Tom, Tom, can't we just go away
1: right now, somewhere? Oh, you know we can't,
3: Tom. Oh, here now, Tom. I, I, I gotta tell you something.
1: Now don't get all upset. Everything's gonna be all right.
3: What Ed Ivers says is true. What? It's true. I did work on the Memphis Queen.
1: Well, now, what are you saying? You've gone crazy? It's
3: true, but it wasn't like you'd think. Stop that now. I'm not lying to you now. I couldn't tell you before. I tried. You
1: You mean it, don't
3: you? Yes, I mean it. Tom. Tom! (laughs) Tom!
2: cook, aren't you? How'd you know? I guessed.
1: Who are you, anyway?
2: Kitty Russell. I own this place. Oh.
1: Oh, look, Miss Kitty, I can't talk to you now.
2: You must be awful good with a gun to face Ivers.
1: I'm waiting for him.
2: You've got a nice wife, Tom.
1: You've got it mixed up. I don't have a wife.
2: Oh? Well, you better brace yourself. Ivers and his partner just came in.
1: Now, just get out of my way. Yeah, Good luck. Get over to the bar, Martin. Yeah. Well, boy, it's your move. Go on, draw. I. I got no reason. What? Huh? What you said about Tilda, it's true, Ivers. dog go? I found out you was right. In time. Now, it ain't that I'm afraid of you. No. Well, of course not, boy. I never said you was. <laughs> well, come on. Let me buy you a drink. No, thanks. I, I got one. Barkeep, you set out a bottle here. Matter of fact, make it two. Two bottles? Yeah, we're having us a drink, Gordon. To Tom Cook. Now, there's a real man. He can admit when he's wrong. I and mean, it ain't everybody can do that, it? Oh, well, he found out his wife come off a riverboat after all, did he? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, yeah, boy, you just go ahead and have yourself a drink on that harvest? No, thanks. He ain't very friendly, is he? Well, you can't blame him after finding out about his wife. It must be quite a blow. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's well out of it, you ask me. That's right. Hey, I know them women. And they are plum bad, all you Now you yeah, can't yeah. trust them riverboat cheats, nary one. You, don't know. you sure found that out by now, ain't you, boy? Ain't you, boy? I've heard all I want to hear. <coughs> that did it, boy. You forced me, Ivers. <coughs> <coughs> your gun up, boy. I'm waiting.
2: Drop
1: it, Ivers. Oh, now, you're a cool one. You
2: shoot that boy again, I'll blow your head off with a shotgun.
1: I'll put a bullet in you before you can squeeze your trigger. You <laughs> wouldn't
2: reach the door, like.
1: Who says I wouldn't? I do. Drop the gun, Ivers. This ain't your fight, Marshal. Drop it, I said. All right. some of you men can get Tom up the docks. He drew on me first, Marshal. Get out of here, Ivers, and take Barton with you. I said he drew first, you hear? Don't push your luck, Ivers. You taking over for that boy? I am. Well, he sure ain't worth it. Come on, Barton. You all right, Kitty? <laughs> I'm
2: Okay. I'm
1: so scared. Kitty, you did fine. Hey, Sam, I think Miss Russell could use a drink. Well, that does it, Tom. You're going to be all right. You haven't a thing to worry about. Oh, yes, I have, Doc. I'll be in the other room if you need anything. Hilda. Is it all right
3: if I talk to him now, Doc? Sure. Thanks, Doc. Tom.
1: I... I didn't know you were here.
3: I've been here the whole time didn't want me to bother you at first.
1: Says I'm going to be all right.
3: Yes, I'm thankful for that. Tom, I'm sorry.
1: Why didn't you tell me right from the beginning?
3: I was afraid you wouldn't understand. I I was afraid I might lose you. I love you so much, Tom. I didn't want anything to happen. It
1: wouldn't have made any difference if I'd only known from the start.
3: But I wasn't sure. I... I should have had enough faith to tell you.
1: I don't guess I gave you much of a chance, Tota. I guess... Maybe we was both wrong.
0: This is Dennis James. To make a point about reliable, effective Kellogg's All Brand, repeat after me, please. What do you want when you need brand? What do you want when you need brand? Reliability. Reliability. Now, what do you get in Kellogg's All Brand? What do you get in Kellogg's All Brand? Reliability. Right. You see, Kellogg's All Brand is the reliable brand that millions depend on for the effectiveness they want. It's the real Battle Creek formula that brings you more brand bulk in every serving, more of the vital brand bulk that helps you keep regular. Kellogg's All Brand is also low in calories and mighty pleasant tasting. You can trust Kellogg's for that. The crisp toasted shreds have the kind of good bran muffin flavor that most folks are partial to. So next time you are shopping, get Kellogg's All Brand... And you'll get reliability.
2: That's what you get in Kellogg's all brand. Reliability.
0: Gunsmoke. Produced and directed in Hollywood by Norman McDonald, stars William Conrad as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal. The story was specially written for Gunsmoke by John Meston and adapted for radio by Frank Peris. Featured in the cast were Vic Perrin, Gene Bates, John Daner, Lawrence Dobkin, and Harry Bartell. Harley Bear is Chester, Howard McNear is Doc, and Georgia Ellis is Kitty. This is George Walsh inviting you to join us again next week when CBS Radio presents another story on Gunsmoke.